whether the questions and decisions with which you are faced are personal, local or global in nature, knowing and doing the will of God is of greatest importance. The world is changing from what we have known for the last 250 years into something we could not have imagined even 75 years ago. It is frightening for those who are aware the ramifications, the breadth and depth of these changes and it may leave you with many questions. The entire world is being or has been swallowed up and is being transformed by a one-world cabal, headed by the United Nations through UNESCO and the World Economic Forum into a global socialist Marxist one-world government implementing a set of what they call Sustainable Development Goals, SDGs, or Global Goals. Foreign to and ignores ideas precious to the American experience, in their own words. Their goals are lofty-sounding and seem beneficial on their surface. The Commission on Global Governance is an organization co-chaired by Swedish Prime Minister Ingvar Carlsson, and former Commonwealth Secretary-General Schreideth Rompel, that produced a report, Our Global Neighborhood, in 1995, calling for United Nations reforms that would increase its power. The Commission made a standard definition of global governance, stating that governance is the sum of many ways individuals and institutions, public and private, manage their common affairs. It is a continuing process through which conflicting or diverse interests may be accommodated and cooperative action taken. It includes formal institutions and regimes empowered to enforce compliance. The Commission on Global Governance has publicly stated that when their agenda is fully implemented, it will bring all the people of the world into a global neighborhood managed by a worldwide bureaucracy, under the direct authority of a minute handful of appointed individuals, and policed by thousands of individuals, paid by accredited NGOs, certified to support a belief system which contains ideas that are foreign to the American experience, and ignores other values and ideas that are precious to the American experience. The United Nations Conference on Environment and Development claims far-reaching global goals, while hiding or obscuring their Marxist methodology. They are organizing international cooperation to accelerate sustainable development in developing countries and related domestic policies at the cost of personal human rights and freedoms, the dismantling of democracies around the globe and other goals which are anti-Christian and malevolent to the Jewish nation and people. This come at the loss of personal freedoms and subjugation of every person on earth by a global political elite. The early results can be seen in Brazil, Argentina, Cuba, and China, among others who suffer under the heavy boot of socialism-Marxism. Failure to cooperate or submit is met with global sanctions, economic and social marginalization and even political brutality. Their own statements. The Sustainable Development Goals, SDGs, or Global Goals are a collection of 17 interlinked global goals designed to be a shared blueprint for peace and prosperity for people and the planet, now and into the future. The SDGs were set up in 2015 by the United Nations General Assembly, UNGA, and are intended to be achieved by 2030. They are included in a UNGA resolution called the 2030 Agenda or what is colloquially known as Agenda 2030. The 17 SDGs are, no poverty, zero hunger, good health and well-being, quality education, gender equality, clean water and sanitation, affordable and clean energy, decent work and economic growth, industry, innovation and infrastructure, reduced inequality, sustainable cities, and communities, responsible consumption and production, climate action, life below water, life on land, peace, justice, and strong institutions, partnerships for the goals. Though the goals are broad and interdependent, two years later, July 6, 2017, the SDGs were made more actionable by a UN resolution adopted by the General Assembly. The resolution identifies specific targets for each goal, along with indicators that are being used to measure progress toward each target. The year by which the target is meant to be achieved is usually between 2020 and 2030. For some of the targets, no end date is given. Source, Wikipedia.
This movement is truly biblical in its proportions as the UN and the Agenda 2030 turns every long-standing social norm upside down. They are truly Marxist in their worldview and doctrines, which explicitly marginalize and eliminate Christianity and Judaism as direct threats to their objectives and world dominance goals. Understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid such people. 2 Timothy 3:1-5. Isaiah warns of this day, saying, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. The Bible has prophesied that this day would come and it is here. So, what does God have to say about how we are to respond, which leads me to also ask, do you ever wonder about God's will when you have decisions to make? Or perhaps you even wonder about God's will for the direction of your career or your life in general? Whether your decisions are global, local or personal, know and doing the will of God is of the greatest importance. I hear many sincere Christians pray, make requests and end with if it be your will. It leads me to believe they don't really know what God will do. It also leads me to ask, where is your faith? It's like living in a wonderland, and I don't mean like a Christmas wonderland, I mean like Alice in Wonderland, where nothing makes sense and you are always wondering, what's next? I have good news for you. You can know God's will, and as many Bible teachers like to put it, both practically and positionally. Simplify, practical as you are doing it, positional as God said it is true for you, but you just aren't doing it yet. Example, positional versus practical righteousness. The fact that they still do sinful actions after they were born again, bewilders believers. On the one hand, the Bible says that Christians are already righteous, but on the other hand, in reality, they don't see that righteousness manifesting yet completely. This explanation is a nice escape route from a religious conundrum, but it is weak. It is comforting, or discomforting, to hold the idea that God deals with each and every person according to their own personal needs, flaws, circumstances and tastes, i.e., He micromanages every believer. The truth, simply put, God is. This is the bedrock of thought and existence. He is saying, I am the pre-existent one. There is none other. I am the cause and creator of all things that follow. God established His dominion and sovereignty over all things created and yet to be created. He established both natural, physical laws and spiritual laws that determine the course and the end of all things. Nothing and no one can escape this inevitability. However, God gave the power of choice to humankind, alone. We can choose to abide in Him and His in ways and live in eternal perfection with Him or choose to rebel and go our own way which ends in eternal destruction. He says, I am the great I am. This sets the paradigm and the parameters of existence for all things living and non-living. Everyone and everything ever created abides by God's design, plan and method. So, no matter what you or I think of a situation or circumstance, for good or for bad, if you are a believer and a follower of Jesus, then we know that for those who love God, all things work together for their good, that is, for those who are called according to His purpose. For those whom He foreknew He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, in order that He might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom He predestined He also called, and those whom He called He also justified, and those whom He justified He also glorified. Romans 8:28-30. The truth is that God has created all things, human, animal, plants, all the elements and everything made from them. He also set the physical and spiritual laws that govern them. 
The truth is that God has explained these laws as well as the function of all His creation. The truth is that God is omniscient, omnipresent and omnipotent. God is sovereign. Nothing escapes God. The truth is that God clearly explains His will in the Bible, and He explains it explicitly in just a few short understandable phrases. He explains it otherwise by His presence, through His creation, through the prophets and in these last days, through His Son, Jesus, who is the exact representation of Him. The truth is that all things, with the exception of humankind, obey God. God gave man and woman the power of choice. So, what's the point? The point is that if you want to know God's will for your life at any time, in any circumstance, regarding any question you might have, you have to know God and His Word. Too much to know? Too much to deal with, especially in a crisis? Simplify, everything manifest, everything you see or will encounter, is the creation of God, except for sin and rebellion toward God. Sin and rebellion toward God is a choice of humankind allowed by God but initiated by humankind. Everything else is in order, in God's order. If you join God in what He is already doing, you will find the perfect answer for your questions, for your life, as well as the perfect conclusion. Disclaimer, you may have your own idea of what you want, what you should receive, about when and how you should receive it, and thereby, at the very least you will be dissatisfied with what comes about in your life, and at worst, you will reject what happens after you pray, questioning that anything troubling or hurtful could possibly come to you from God. After all, you have always thought that since God is a loving God, He would never allow bad things to happen to good people. Right? The truth is that God's plan for your life is to transform and conform you to the image of His Son, regardless of the direction of the world. Anything and everything else is incidental. God's plan to bring you to perfection through His methods and trials can often be difficult and unpleasant. The Apostle Peter explains this very well when he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 1 3-7. Your brother and friend. Mike Young. Knowing God's will. Experience God's will. IT ain't easy. The journey to perfection. 41 recent articles on the Agenda 2030 and the Global Socialist Marxist Takeover.